0: Welcome to the Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi, friends. Today, we're going to be talking about how we judge others based on our own traumas. But before we get to that, I want to give a great thank you To everyone who has been so supportive all throughout this journey. And most of all, those who have been so supportive this past week. We had a lot of new listeners. And this week has just been amazing. Both because it's my birthday weekend and because the podcast is going places now. (laughs) So I'm very thankful for, for everyone around me, especially me going through the anxiety and me going through, you know, kind of like a life crisis because I made such a huge, dramatic transition going from corporate to now being a podcaster and a content creator on TikTok and being a tarot reader for a living. And I'm truly humbled by all the support that I've gotten. But I want to give a special thank you to my brother Aaron who not only has been part of my journey like he has no idea but you could truly see how much he has faith in me and what I'm doing I love you brother and I love the new gift and for those who are listening I'm sure you guys hear the difference because I got a new mic for my birthday (laughs) all thanks to my little brother who has faith in what I'm doing thank you Aaron I love you so much. Now let's get to it. So there has been a whole whole bunch of things going on on TikTok. And it seems like so many creators are just getting hit back and forth on either little things that they have been saying or doing. And I'm all for holding people accountable. I'm all for, you know, people staying humble enough to, to know where they came from and know the struggles and... I think it's so much easier to lose yourself in a place where you you come from nothing and all of a sudden you have everything because it's, you don't have an excuse of you not knowing what it was to not have what you have now. You know, some people are born into money and it's harder for them to understand what it is not to have the money. But for those who have started from nothing and now have something, I think it's, it's a little bit more understanding why the backlash. And I'm all for holding those people accountable. The only thing that I don't agree with is that sometimes we take things very personal. And sometimes it's not even about us. And even though I wish I could mention the creators are being canceled right now. Um, but that's not the point of the episode. The point of the episode is how we're judging them based on our own traumas. The reason why I say this is that there's this one creator in particular that she's getting a lot of backlash because she mentioned something about being a content creator. It's not easy. You know, she finished her shift at 5 p.m. And it it was a really hard shift and it's hard to be her or whatever the case is. And if you know, you know. But... Let me tell you guys something a lot of the backlash i feel that it is being very personalized to you and it's not because i don't feel like she she knows what it is to be working 12-hour shifts and etc but we are all in different levels we are all different people and we deal with trauma and we deal with stress completely different i know people that could work monday through saturday 12-hour shifts and they don't mind it but I mind a 40-hour week. My stress levels are on 100 if you tell me that I have to work extra or overtime because my body's not used to such a thing or my body and mine are not meant for those things. But that got me thinking how a lot of things that people do is We're not reciprocating the respect, meaning someone could give us an opinion about something, but we're only listening based on what we want to listen. We literally only listen with our feelings versus analyzing the things that that person is going, analyzing how it must be in their shoes versus I'm angry and upset because it was said a certain way and she doesn't understand my point of view well are we understanding their point of view and like i mentioned this has been with several creators that i've seen on tiktok this last week and tiktok is very problematic as is and it's easier to get canceled on tiktok than in any other platform because for whatever reason the platform is very dramatic and don't get me wrong It gives you the ability to reach out to millions of people and connect with people that you wouldn't have had in any other platform. But the thing is that we're very reactive. We're very reactive all the time. And those reactions, us being that that reactive, comes from trauma comes from how our minds were built based on the experiences we had. And if we feel that someone is judging us or disregarding us or not understanding where we're coming from, we get on defensive mode right away. Why? Even though I wish that everyone would be open to the fact that there's other perspectives. You know, my grandpa used to always say, Every mind is in a world. And he used to say it so much when I was a child. And it wasn't until now that I understood exactly what he was saying. Because you know what? The way that I experience life and the way that I experience this world, even with different energies, the way that I experience them is completely different from someone else. And it's because I'm being reactive. And even though. This is not such a bad thing because you could influence someone into coming themselves based on how you approach the scenario. But most of the time when we're being reactive, it's always to start trouble. It's always in a negative aspect. And do we really have to go there? Do we really have to be that person? Personally, I have felt that when I do listen to others, when I am very very open to somebody else's perspective I learn more about myself even though it sounds very selfish but I feel like I learn a lot more about myself when I speak to others and that's why I love speaking to others and other people's perspectives because like I have mentioned in several episodes now I love people who challenge my beliefs because because I might be wrong about something And the best way that I could learn it is by being open to the right perspective or a perspective that could be more suitable for me and for my belief system. So I find that if we were all so much more open and there's times that like when I'm not in my right state, I can't seem to listen to anybody else's perspective. Like per se, if I am sleepy or, or I'm sleepy and I'm irritated or I haven't ate or I, I'm skipping meals and I have a headache or, or I'm not in the right mindset. It's very hard for me to actually open up to somebody else's perspective. Because at that point, I'm like, I'm selfish. I don't want to hear anything. It has to go the way that I want it to go. Otherwise, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about anything else. So I guess it leads me into like we have to always be in a in an open state of mind. But how do you get to an open state of mind, right? Well, the way you get to an open state of mind is have you slept well? Have you rested? Have you um, Have you ate? Are you taking care of your body? because those are the times that I'm the most irritated I haven't gotten sleep I haven't ate and I'm not taking care of my body because one thing is to eat and rest but sometimes you need certain vitamins you need certain um, protein and you need to eat clean and you need to learn how to nurture your body because if something hurts based on you being deficient of some sort of vitamin then you're also not thinking properly. You're also acting upon your emotions and you're taking things personal. But it's hard to get anyone into that type of mindset, right? Because even if you are doing all these steps, there's still going to be someone that is not doing them. So you're going to bump into those people. You're going to bump into the people that are not open to your suggestion or you're. Not even your suggestion, but like open to your idea and your perspective. It takes us to stop the moving train, I guess. The not being reactive and not taking it personal because even when you're in a good state of mind, those people could still trigger something in you. And those people could bring out the worst in you. And you haven't done all this work, all this meditation, all this uplifting your vibration and changing things about you and all these cleanings and building that connection with your ancestors and your spirit guides, all for it just to go away when someone's triggering you. And we all have triggers. We all have triggers that can be tickled. They could be tickled at any given time, especially by our loved ones, because our loved ones truly know where triggers are and sometimes our friends our friends couldn't really know where to hit you so we're vulnerable to those people that we love and we're vulnerable to the people that we care so much about because they know where to hit you they know your traumas and when you're upset you want that person to hurt just as much as you do which is the sad part about it let's try to be a better person today tomorrow and in the future but not being triggered by others because it's a huge responsibility being a spiritual person, as is. And furthermore, being a emotionally mature person is not for the faint. <laughs> not for the faint. Only for the strong ones. Only for the ones that are willing to go through this stuff. Because, man, do we take a lot of BS. And that kind of leads me into, like, not too long ago, I had someone comment on my, on my TikTok about how I was giving out false information and i was a little dumbfounded by it because i'm like how am i giving wrong information if this is based on my experience like you're not going to tell me that i didn't experience this or you're not going to tell me that this is wrong because i've experienced it i've seen it with my own two eyes i know what this is something like something just stopped me from like arguing with this person because she was also a content creator I stopped arguing with her because I saw where she was coming from. Her pain was speaking for her. And the things that I saw on her, the pain and the sorrow and all the negativity, came out when I was trying to lash out to her. Like, no, don't don't argue with her because she's going through this and she's going through that and she doesn't really mean what she's saying. I mean, it's not fair for me for her to attack me. But I'm not going to let someone who's hurt come and hurt me, if that makes any sense. And I feel like that's why my spirit guides share what they shared. Like, okay, don't go hurting someone because they want to hurt you because you're hurting. Like, let it be at the end of the day. What they say, what they say to you can only affect you if you've let it. Is it true that I'm that I'm? putting out misinformation no i mean i know exactly what i'm doing it's not like i just started yesterday i've been doing this for over 15 years and i feel like i've only learned what what witchcraft is all about these last 15 years but i have been spiritual my whole life so my whole life i've seen these things my whole life i've experienced these things and I'm holding back on a lot of things. I tell. I, I could really tell you guys that I wish that I was more vocal about the things that I see and how I've experienced them. But I feel like I shouldn't rush everything all at once. I have a lot of listeners who are new to the spirituality and have been, you know, developing their senses. And I think it's one step at a time. I never want to rush anyone into into their spirituality because if you rush your spirituality, you could end up in psychosis and that's not what I want to do. I want you guys to understand the fundamentals of spirituality and not dive yourself so much into a specific spirituality until you guys know exactly what type of spirituality suits you. Because I, I feel like I dove a little too fast into my... My spirituality, could I have made better choices? Could I have done other things? Possibly. Do I regret doing what I'm doing or did? No, absolutely not. I think if I was, if I was reincarnated again, I would do the same thing. Because it really spoke to me. But other, other religions speak to me as well. And other things speak to me. Every type of energy speaks to me too. I could learn so much from every type of energy. Mostly because I ask a lot of questions. And two, because I'm so curious about everything. And I feel too like that's also part of my trauma that I never got to explore who I was as a child because I did have a lot more responsibilities. And if you're an an older child, you know what I'm talking about. So I didn't really get to explore me. And now that I am exploring me, I've been wanting to make it a full time. If I could get paid to discover who I am, I'm down. What are the conditions? You know? Where could I sign? Um, the pay doesn't even have to be that great <laughs> as long as I'm, you know, staying alive and paying my bills. But it's like I feel like my life mission is just that to be happy and find out who I really am. And A lot of people that I do readings for, they're on the same page. Like everyone has lived some sort of spiritual life, right? Like you've been a monk or a witch in your past or an herbalist or, you know, a dream interpreter or whatever the case is. A lot of past life, past lives that you've had have been very spiritual. And now only because you are so interested in spirituality, you're on the spiritual path. And even if you're Christian and even if you are so deep in into Christianity, it's still a form of spirituality. You cannot believe that Jesus was the son of God without believing in spirituality. You cannot believe that Jesus came back to life in three days without believing in spirituality. You cannot believe that he was a healer without believing in spirituality. And we we could say here and question, where does these traumas come from, right? But that's part of our spiritual journey as well. Finding out your traumas and how we could heal from those traumas. I think the best way that we could look into... Those things is like, start looking, where do you get triggered the most? Where is it that you're getting triggered the most? Do your friends trigger you the most? Do your family trigger you the most? Is it a specific subject that triggers you the most? And then go from there. Like that whole thing about like, you know, canceling out a creator who says that she worked 12 hours and... She doesn't know what she's talking about because there's other people who who do work, manual work, or physical work, that work over 12 hours. And that is a job that you could be very tired of. In that aspect, people, people were like, I feel like people are being reactive because maybe they have worked so hard, but they don't earn as much money as she does. You know, anyone could say, like, her job is not hard. But maybe that's all she's experienced. That's all she has experienced. Like, I remember when I first started my corporate job, the first job I've ever had in corporate. I started as a HR clerk. Oh my god. I I would get so much stress headaches. So many stress headaches. And there would be times where I, I felt like, I couldn't do it and I was like I can't do it and I'm a I'm only a clerk I don't see how people could do be a director or be a manager or do any of this without being stressed and then and then it happened that my tolerance grew the tolerance I had towards certain stress or I was able to manage it properly And I grew, I grew who I was based on that as well. Like, okay, now this didn't stress me out as much because I learned how to maneuver through it or address it in a specific way. But I learned. And then obviously from there, I went to HR, to HR manager, to HR director. But in, in roles, in my roles, like I said, every role I felt stressed because This is something new to you. And in order to build a tolerance, you have to go through it. And this creator is so young. So young. And in the last two years, she went from doing regular videos to being a millionaire based on the videos. So, and like I said, she's not even 25. How are we judging her if she doesn't know any better? She doesn't know anything else from that. That's her stress. That's her tolerance. She reached the level of she can't tolerate it. There's this thing about astrologers saying that you're not really an adult until you hit your 30s when your Saturn returns. So if you haven't gone through your Saturn return, you technically are not considered an adult an astrologer and i'm gonna tell you why i agree when i went through my saturn return i literally just went through it it was rough it was rough like i have like rough rough and i have um i have saturn in capricorn so saturn's at home there but that didn't make the experience any better if anything i think it made it worse because it's all about structure and it's all about, and, and not to mention like Saturn brings anxiety. Saturn could bring you a ton of anxiety. But it's also because you don't know how to live by the structure of life. And in, and mind you, Saturn return may last up to two and a half to three years. So in those three years, I did a lot with my career I achieved a lot of things in my career. But it also came with a price. It also came with a price. And and it was until then that I really saw that my role in society really meant something. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, I if society will break without me kind of thing. I mean more like I have to contribute somehow to society. If it's whether being a good citizen... And being a good uh, person to the people around me. Being a good daughter, a good wife, a good mother, a good sister. That could lead to helping others at least have a way to feel comfort and feel safe. It was not until my Saturn returned that I find my place in life. And even outside of astrology, when I turned 30... Someone once said to me, welcome to your 30s. It's when you really find who you really are. And I think that's all I've been doing <laughs> since I've been 30. I mean, I'm 33 now, but that's all I've been doing this, these past three years. What do I want? I I truly now know what I want. What do I want to pursue? Now I'm pursuing what I really want to do. It's like hitting your life crisis, your midlife crisis, right in time for Saturn. (laughs) So back to the, the influencer, she's not even 30 yet. She's not even 25. And we're judging her. We're judging her based on her experience. Experience that she has very little and even working in manual labor. I've only worked manual labor once in my life. And I never wanted to go back to that. And I bow to those who work in the manual labor. But like I said, the way that we judge is based on our traumas. Our insecurities. The insecurities of why her, not me? Why do I work so hard and she makes comments about how how hard she works when it's nothing compared to what i'm working and i'm nowhere near earning as much as money she does those are goals we have to see that as goals not like why her not me why not you because we're not putting in the effort and i include myself there because i've i've questioned myself why am i not making the money i want to make I'm trying to manifest it, what's going on? Well, to manifest it, you also have to do and make changes. That money cannot just come. And if you don't have a good relationship with money and if you don't have a plan for it, how do you expect it to stay? My biggest thing with money is, you wanna manifest more money? Stop complaining about your job. If you want more money, guess what? You might have a little bit more overtime. Or you might have to work the weekends. Or you might have to pick up another job. And that's the way the universe gives you more money. So stop complaining about your job. Don't complain about it if you want money to flow your way. Be blessed. Be humbled. And if that's not the job you want, work for what you really want to do. Those obstacles that we have on what we want to do, it's all in our mind. Because guess what? Like when I first started the podcast... Like, I was afraid that no one was going to listen. I was afraid that I wasn't going to be good at it. And furthermore, I was afraid that I was going to start it. And I was going to get tired of it. (laughs) But we're in episode 20 plus. So, we're still here. Six months later, we're still here. I love this. I love speaking to you guys. And I love... Hearing from you guys, and I love knowing that you guys are taking something—you're taking something away from this podcast, from what I'm th- saying. You may not agree with everything, but that's fine. I recently got this reading from Brillas Ame on TikTok, and she's like, "Like, if I'm going to work in my spirituality, it has to be structured too. And in order for Saturn to actually give us our blessings, we have to give it time." We have to allow it to build up because when you don't have a strong foundation, it's all going to be tumbling down. So a strong foundation is going to be key. I think that everyone could relate to that. Building a a strong foundation in anything you do is going to be key to what you want to do. Like I mentioned, it took me three years to get to this point where I could actually say, yeah, I want to have my podcast, whether it's for my career, whether it makes money, whether it doesn't, whether, whatever the case is, I want to have my podcast. Look at me now. I also said that I wanted to quit my corporate job and just do spirituality for a full time and make more money in my spirituality than I was at corporate. It still hasn't yet happened, but I'm hopeful that the universe is still listening <laughs> And that it knows that I have not changed my mind. I am not complaining about all the beautiful things that are happening. Because at the end of the day, this is what I wanted. So remember, when you're trying to manifest these things. Know that the universe is going to listen to you. If it starts building the blessing or the thing that you actually want. And then you change your mind on it. Then it's going to stop. So don't change your mind on it. Because there's sometimes that. And this includes you having doubts about it. Because when you start having doubts about it, it feels like... Just imagine someone doing, you know, you going to Starbucks and they're making you a drink. And then they're almost done with the drink. And then you say, no, that's not what I want. Do I really want that? I don't think I want that. I think I want something else. They're going to start from scratch. And every time they start from scratch... They're going to be a little bit more irritated about giving you the actual drink that you want. Not just that, but like you run into the possibility of you not getting anything. Because now you're just wasting their time. So know that when you're manifesting and and the things that you really, really want. Know for a fact that that's what you want. (laughs) Make up your mind on what you really want. And it's not it's not hard it just takes a lot of dedication you being focused focus on what you want and let's stop judging others for getting what they actually want and not just that but like let's stop judging others for having what we want because a lot of the comments that that people are posting on her on on this whole subject feels like you guys are basing it off of how you feel about her success and i don't want to call it haters i just want to say that let's be realistic last time i saw her page she lost over two million followers because of these little comments and I saw the full video, and I hope everybody saw the full video. But if you guys never saw the full video, why are you guys unfollowing her? Like, are you guys serious? Two million people unfollow her because of this, and poor girl. Like, she's ha- she has already been going through depression and anxiety, and has she she has been voicing it out because of it, and she has been so transparent with us about it. And we want to go out and judge her while she's going through all this. Like I I feel like we're. That makes us look so bad as humans. Let's do better. Let's be better. Let's heal for us not to be able to hurt others. Or let others hurt us based on our triggers. My announcement for this week is that. For October I'm going to be releasing a podcast episode with. Everybody's recording on their own scary story and things that they have experienced. That episode is going to be airing out on October 25th, so a a week before Halloween. So you guys could enjoy it all throughout the spooky parties that you guys are going to have in the weekends or whatever the case is. I'm so excited for Halloween. So if you guys have any scary stories to tell and share with the group feel free to message me on instagram and just send it as a voice recording and if you feel uncomfortable recording your voice just share it with me i'll read it out loud to to the listeners and let's all spook each other out (laughs) thank you guys for listening Share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey. And if you guys would like to see more spiritual content, in the description below, there's a link where you guys could go straight to my Instagram and straight to my TikTok. Make sure to follow both because in both platforms, I have different content. So make sure to follow both. Once again, thank you guys for listening and have a great one.